going on, girl? Hey, Prina, nothing much. Oh, hey, y'all. How y'all doing? How y'all week, man? Pretty good. good. Yeah. So y'all ready to get into this topic today? I'm so ready. Yeah, I'm ready. This topic is going to be all about are we listening to men, uh, you know, and what we learn from dates. We really mm-hmm. don't know men. We learn about men from a mother figure. And she's only telling us what she's encountered and what somebody else, which is usually a mother figure, told her. So we don't, we go into things sometimes thinking that we know and we really don't know shit. We don't know anything. Right. So it's mm-hmm. important to be able to listen. Like I always tell girls like on a first date, don't run your mouth because that's what we do. Don't, don't give this man a spin off of everything that's happened to you or where you are right now because then they know exactly how to come at you. And on top of that, you thinking that you had a great date because he's listening to you and he's really not. You, you're just doing the same thing that somebody else just did to him last week. Right. It's important to pick up on the social cues of men. Mm-hmm. You can't do that if you don't listen to them. Because a lot of times, they'll tell you exactly what they're thinking or how they feel or how they want to go about something, and we just brush it off. What? What do you mean by that? <laughs> like, exactly what he said. That is true. That's my kid's dad. I remember when I first met him, he told me he doesn't want a relationship. And I was like, ah! <laughs> we'll see. Five years in, it was just like, well, how come you don't want to call me your girlfriend? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, still thinking like, well, what the hell? But, I mean, he told me from the beginning. I respect it now, but back then, I damn sure didn't. You know, if you didn't want to respect it now, that's fine, too, because you want to play games with me like I am your lady, though. Let's not do that. I first asked my son about, you know, what has he learned from me and his dad? And, you know, he's 12, so he's like, well, I don't know. I don't know what I learned. You know, have you had a girlfriend? And he's like, well, I've had a girlfriend before, and I'm I'm like, so how did you know how to treat her? He was like, I don't know. I just treat her with respect. And I'm like, well, what's that? He was like, just be nice to her, I guess. Like, do you want to be married when you grow up? I don't know if I want to get married. I don't even know if I want to be a little when I grow up. <laughs> you don't even know if you want to be what? In a relationship when I grow up. Really? Why is that? need to keep up with the program. Our generation is not like you, Mom. The communication is way different. It's easier, like, it's not, like, as easy to talk to people in person. Sometimes it is about certain things. But sometimes it's not. Most people talk to people through text. And I was like, huh? It wasn't deep to him, but to me, I was like, damn. Yeah, that was it. That's why I was like, oh my God, he's going to make me cry because he was telling the truth. He's like, we're different. This is a different generation. And that's, that is what's really important. How you communicate, like we are in a cross generation because we're really millennials and not millennials. We're millennials and millennials. But mm-hmm. we've had the actual regular conversations on the phone, in person, and then all of a sudden, in our world, everything started transitioning to the text messages, to the DMs. So he was like 100% right. I feel him on that. And that's kind of what like inspired me to do this is because I spent eight years with her dad and I met him when I was 19. What I thought was dating and how you meet a guy was totally changed from when I was 28 when we broke up. And trying to put myself back out there on the market, why doesn't anybody call anybody anymore? Like It was the weirdest thing to me. It's kind of weird to try to have to navigate this culture of the anti-social social person uh-huh. <laughs> while you grew up in a culture where people actually like spoke to each other called each other I just feel like I imagine connecting with the person like I did way back when when you you know you stay on the phone late at night telling each other to hang up that kind of thing but I'm like I don't think I'll ever get that ever so 
this one guy that I actually like really like he is a hurt bag so like this happened to me before and like I just don't know how to go about it and I was just like you know we can just stop talking right now because you're not going to hold me accountable for things that other people did because I don't do that to you and he was kind of like okay well I don't want to stop talking to you oh okay well then you need to stop that but he is a texting person so the other day what I did was I told him and I think I might have got this from G.L. Lambert's book told him to call me I was like call me at blah 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 time and he is totally not a person to like do what somebody else says I wasn't expecting him to call me I almost jumped out my seat sometimes you gotta kind of like demand it without being demanding but I get it all the time I don't want to talk to people on the phone like sometimes when my phone rings I'm like what what is it that you want to talk to me about and then other times it's like I need to talk about this so I guess it just depends I think that we we are a happy medium like we can do both and not be awkward mm-hmm. and I felt like he was awkward with calling me and so, oh I mean, he felt weird about yeah. calling you I think he I think he felt weird about like calling me and for him to do it and then I was like okay well this is cool he's younger than me a lot I'm I'm robbing the oh. and I'm totally fine with that but yeah uh, once like maybe three minutes into the conversation like he totally took over the conversation and was just talking 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 so I was like oh okay oh. Uh, oh, I get you on the phone. You won't shut up now, huh? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's interesting. It's my mission to really try to change the narrative and and what he's taught about like women and the thing that I was taught because m- my mother never really said anything to me about you know don't do this, don't do that. Like she had boyfriends, but she was very like secretive too. It wasn't like the dude would come to the house and like hang out with us and hear hey. Um, this is Mr. So-and-so. It would be like she yeah. would have a boyfriend and one day I come home and there's a nigga that won't leave. And he'll be there for months. Like, wait, who is this dude? <laughs> wow. And it's like she might have been dating him secretly, but like we didn't know who that dude was. So it was just like right. I would see her, you know, bring a guy in the house and he would be there and he would just be there. Like he wouldn't do anything. Um, she, my mother is the hardest working woman I know. That's probably why I got so many jobs because my mother just always kept the job. And so she would find these guys that didn't work, didn't have no gumption, nothing. And I can just remember being like 10 years old thinking like, that is never going to be me. Like, I ain't never going to take care of no man. You know, when it could have very well went the other way where I could be sitting over here calling Tyrone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Girl. You know what? I really feel like there is no right or wrong way to teach relationships because you're gonna you're gonna take what you've seen. We always have to include the media in this. So we're gonna you're gonna take what you saw in your household, what you saw in other people's households, what you saw on TV, and then what you learn for yourself. And those are the things that pretty much shape how you feel about relationships. So my situation with my mother was the total opposite. When her and my father separated when I was like six, which is the best thing they could ever did for my life. I don't even know how they stayed together that long because they are just two totally different entities. Like, So my mother started dating her now husband when I was like seven years old. But it was always off and on. And he ended up moving out of state. And years later, she ended up, when I graduated high school, she ended up moving out of state and marrying him. But what I recall, this is how I view things. Um, because of that, 
I know for a fact that I have dealt with a lot of bullshit for no reason other than mm. thinking this is how it's supposed to go or men do these things and it's just kind of like whatever in the end it'll pan out because that's exactly what I saw growing up. Now, as a functional woman, somewhat, in the dating arena, I don't know how I feel about marriage because all I've seen is women in my family wanting to get married and, in my opinion, doing whatever it takes in order to accomplish that as a goal. And so I feel like, for what? I'm not against marriage. I just, I'm just not sure how I feel about it. I just don't know what is it exactly that makes the title of marriage so great. Because, I mean, I can have a life insurance policy on you and you can have one on me. I can leave you as the beneficiary to anything if we want to put this in a financial perspective because technically mm-hmm. that's what marriage was basically formed off of, financial benefit. And just recently we started getting married for love, which is why they say marriage doesn't last. Basically, if I feel secure, supported, and protected, then I probably would like to marry you. What about you? What did your parents teach you about love and, and relationships? My mom was married three times and so was my daddy. Oh. <laughs> my mama told me, don't let these niggas get in your drawers. Don't shut up. If he wants you, he's going to marry you. Every person that my mom ever dated, she married them within three months. She wasn't wow. nobody up in her house while her kids was there. You marrying me? Or you ain't with yet. My mom, I never see my mom and date a man. She married him. Mama got the sauce. Yeah, we don't go play. <laughs> so the, the way I learned from marriage is, you know, if you love somebody, you love them. So it depends on what you can, really, it depends on what you can live with. A lot of people who say that they love people, that I don't like they snore too loud. I can't, I can't live with that, so I can't be one no more. Then you never really love them in the first place. Exactly. If, if you love somebody, it's like things you know you can live with. I feel like they're caught up. And this whole idea of what uh, Facebook portrays to you that fake, that weddings and marriage is, what what TV and movies portray you, what marriage is, you know, and it's not like that. Every single marriage and relationship is one unique, you know. If somebody can't be faithful, they just can't be faithful. It don't matter how good oh, yeah. that man is. It don't matter how fat your booty is. Marriage changes every century. It's, it's a different uh, view or outlook on marriage. When it comes to individuals and how they feel about married. Only what they see in the examples of what's in front of them. Even if they don't have those examples, maybe they just desire those examples. Because yes, my mama might have been married three times. Chris mama got four baby daddies. His daddy got a wife and a, and a girlfriend on the side for the last ten years. You don't have no example of what a daddy supposed to be or a husband supposed to be. If you desire to be a husband, you desire to be a good man, you're going to do what you have to do to be that. Girl, did you all hear? I know you heard about it because it's just been all over the place, all over social media. Kylie's best friend Jordan sleeping with Chloe's baby daddy, Tristan. Not her baby daddy. Baby daddy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the father of her child. Okay, we are going to call this section Girl Code. She's not listening to what Tristan wants because this is the 18th time he didn't cheated on her. She ain't listening to something. You know, mm. she worried about what she wants when she's not listening. So is she not she... listening? Or does she think she's above being cheated on because Tristan was definitely engaged at, to his fiance and was eight months pregnant when Chloe started dating him? So Exactly, exactly. No, they're not married. Uh-uh. Uh, still, she was, I mean, I guess they, in their mind, I don't know what she thinks, having a baby is. People are starting to confuse having a baby 
and getting married nowadays because, I mean, they think that's keeping somebody. But, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird. She just wanted a baby anyway. She wanted a baby yeah, anyway. That's what I was having a problem. I don't think but, it has yeah. anything to do with him cheating. I think she just wanted the baby, and I think maybe she was just trying to hold on to him because of the baby. You know, but at the end of the day, right. she really don't need him. <laughs> you know what, though? She has just changed so much. So I am. I used to be a Kardashian fan. Like, I used to like the show. Um, Chloe and Courtney were kind of, like, always my favorites because they, like, stand up their mom and, their bu- and her bullshit. But Chloe was just a different person. Like, she's just a different person now. Now I feel like she's a mini Tim. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, because she, like, went and got all that plastic surgery anymore. done. Yeah. Yeah, she went and got all that plastic surgery done, talking about you're going to tell us how to get your body in shape. Girl, we know how to get a care credit card and go to a surgeon if we want to. But <laughs> <laughs> that's beyond the point. The mm-hmm. point is, the old Chloe would never stand for this. I remember an episode, she was dating a basketball player, right? And she never liked for her, like, dating and relationships to go public. So the guy sent a jeweler to her house and had her pick out anything that she wanted. And she was like, wow, like, you know, he's really into me. And she kept telling Chloe, like, she felt like something wasn't right. So, I mean, she kept telling Kim something wasn't right. Sorry. Chloe kept telling Kim that something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. So Kim was like, let's check his voicemail. She's like, I don't know the password. So Kim, being a stalker, is like, well, we can figure it out. So anyway, they figure out this man's um, voicemail password, and it's like all these girls on the Instagram mm-hmm. talking about, you know, like, I miss you, and when we did such and such last night, and she was like, that's it, I'm done. Like, she literally <laughs> jumped him and was done. So how do you go mm-hmm. from that to, I'm going to just keep letting this, guy who was just all right looking do all of mm-hmm. this but why do you even want someone who was like engaged and like let you left your fiance while she was eight months pregnant like how devastating is that to your emotional status as a woman and with mixed hormones in your body you know i just feel like it don't matter how much money you have what your life experience is how wide you are i feel like you know, I think that's just a commonality amongst women. Like I, you know, I work with women of all ages and I see women who I feel are, you know, that they're my senior who I should be like getting advice from be going through some bullshit. And I'd be looking at them hoes like, how the fuck are you in your fifth? You know what I'm saying? Like I should be Why like, you getting advice getting from you. Paid, right. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you'll you'll ever have it together, but I want to at least have like be confident enough in myself and be and love myself enough to know what I'm worth. And I don't want to be the insecure middle aged woman. You know, I feel like it, it's always this uh, continuation of always, you know, kind of like when you go to family uh, functions and people are always asking the single people when you're going to get with somebody or when you're going to have a baby or when you're going to get married. And it's kind of like that's a generational thing. Like they just always think that women have to be paired up. Like I have a friend who mm-hmm. actually went went through depression. She's been single all of her 20s, all of her 30s. I feel like the world puts that pressure 
on the single people as if they can't be out here living their best life with nobody. If I was a single person, that's the type of single person I want to be because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's stressful always trying to think about like, yeah, but I really do want somebody like, no, love on yourself. Like when my kids are with their dad, like I be home, I be Netflix and chilling all by myself. And and she and the girl was like, and I said, you know how I feel. And she finished the sentence. She was like, you feel lonely. I said, no. Surprisingly, I feel all right. I'm like, I don't feel bad about it at all. Like, and I'm like, and I don't want to get used to that. But you know, when it comes to like the Khloe Kardashian thing, it's like it just makes me see like it doesn't really matter like where you are, your social social economic status or what like. You know, we all go through the same things as women, and you ain't above or below anything, you know, when it comes to to how you're treated. I think growing up in a house like that where you got those, like, sisters, and they're all, you know, beautiful, and I, you know what I'm saying? And, and of course, Chloe is beautiful in her own way, but I think that in comparison to her sisters, people always made her feel like she wasn't as. You they know did. They always so, made her feel like she was fat, like she was ugly. She didn't look like mm-hmm. them. She wasn't pretty like them, like all of this stuff. But I feel like that's her mom's fault um, because mm-hmm. her mom was promiscuous. And then, you know, you have a middle daughter and she feels this way about herself and her father dies. There was still like infidelity issues within their marriage. And that's why a lot of people mm-hmm. question who Chloe's father is because they don't believe she looks Armenian. So Mm -hmm. my thing is, ask her mom, and you know that maybe I'm saying that she's the middle child because that she feels left out all the time. Like she, she says that like she feels left out as far as her mom. And so it's Mm. your job as a parent, I think, to like reinstill that confidence in her. But at the end of the day, no matter what someone else tells you, is really how you feel about yourself. And I have to say that about myself. You know, like I say those things to myself all the time. You know, somebody else may say, "Oh, well." you know, you look fine to me, but I'm like, I don't feel fine, and this is not how I normally look. So it really is about how you feel about yourself. She probably still struggles with, with those things, and, and especially, like, having him, you know, cheat on her and stuff. Like, when somebody, like, violates you that way, when you trust them, you start questioning yourself because... Oh, believe um, me, I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even if she did was struck with some confidence at one point, it's like when things like that happen, it's like, oh, my God, what? like you start blaming yourself and stuff. So I can only imagine you're not immune to anything, no matter where you come from as a woman. We just go through the same shit over and over. Exactly. And, and that goes back to the conversation about when you're talking about what we learn about dating and relationships from our parents or from our mothers. You know, <laughs> if, if that's their example of dating and marriage, you know, each one is going to do a different thing than she did, you know? Never forget that Black China was Tim's friend. Yeah. And she, he, was. she was engaged to Tyga, and they thought it was fine. Like, it was nothing wrong with her uh, sleeping with somebody else's fiancé. But once again, one of your friends, one of your sister's friends, fiance, mm-hmm. on top of that. So, exactly, because that's what they get for their mama. That's right. Well, I truly wish my mother would have dated multiple people. <laughs> because <laughs> I know for sure, like, I have seriously dealt with some stuff, like, just made some bad choices. <laughs> like, well, I'm going to just keep doing this because I've been doing it. And it's like, yeah, no, 
No, sis, he's not for you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You don't got to be promiscuous, yeah. but damn. Teach your daughters yeah. that uh, they shouldn't have all their eggs in one basket. And it's okay to date multiple people. I mean, I got it down packed now, but. Right. And that takes a while for us to get it down packed. And we're all in our 30s now, so now we we can look back and be like, dang. (laughs) And even if you try to talk to a 20-something-year-old now, you know, because I know I work with a lot of teenagers, like 17, 18 um, years old, and, like, they don't even understand. And it's so crazy to me when you say this, but. They don't even understand that they are beautiful now. Like, I'll be looking what? at them and they... When you were younger and you be looking at pictures when you thought you used to be fat and you be like, damn, Girl. I I was that fat right now. <laughs> I just posted a picture like that from 2014. I'm like, damn, that was me. That's how exactly, that's exactly their mentality. Like, they're, they understand that they're actually beautiful and they don't have to worry about fighting over no boy. No little right. boy. They don't understand that now. They somebody a little ugly it. boy. Somebody a little right. ugly son. Keep your little <laughs> ugly son in check. <laughs> and they not gonna understand it till they get older. Yeah, yeah. It takes a while to learn it. I don't know. I I, I be thinking about that too with, with my daughter. Like I'm always like, oh my god, you're so pretty, and you know, it, I I might overdo it, but. I want, you know, and I feel like, and I feel a little bit reassured because she does have her dad in her life. You know what I'm saying? And, Mm -hmm. oh, the way that dude acts, oh, my gosh. (laughs) But (laughs) I noticed the difference um, between, like, a person like myself who, even though I've had a lot of uncles and stuff, they weren't really, like, great male role models and they weren't really, like, father figures to me so I noticed the difference between like myself and like my friend who did have dads and how like we dealt with our relationships and things like that like my friend Shawanda to this day like she like she would be telling us girl why are you doing that like she would be curving dudes left and right and we would be like oh my god like how could you why won't you talk girl I don't care about him that's because she had like you know, a dad that, like, she didn't need nobody, like, do nothing for her because even when we were, like, in our early 20s, her dad was still, like, making sure her hair and her nails was done. And, you know what I'm saying? She wanted to have not man look of a job, and she didn't have to worry about that because her dad took care of her. So any person that was going to step in to be her man would have to be above or better than her dad. You know what I'm saying? And I see that now. Yeah. So it's like with my daughter, it's like I hope that, you know, I hope that she will be that confident, but, you know, it ain't always good. It's going to take that first heartbreak, I tell you. Sure. <laughs> I ain't ready. Oh, Lord. But I can't even imagine when my son get his first heartbreak because, you know, boys, when they get their first heartbreak, they be the worst. Oh, my God. All right. Enough of that. I think we're straying a little too far off topic. So how about we talk about a lesson that we have learned while dating or about dating? And I'm going to just go ahead and go first. So the lesson that I have learned is to be upfront and honest about what it is that I really want. And that had to start with me. For a while, I was like denying myself of what I really wanted, like from 
my suitors and for the long haul. And when I say the long haul, like the end result is I can't be a professional dater, you know, for the rest of my life. I really do want to date or I really am now dating for a purpose. And that purpose is to be in a relationship, not just any relationship, but like a happy, loving, spiritually connected, like, I don't have to talk to you every day, but how I feel about you and how you feel about me is very clear from our interactions and conversations. Like I am looking for a level of love that is not normal or maybe it is normal and I just haven't come across it yet. But I have to be honest with myself and stop fighting myself on what I really wanted. Why I was fighting myself, I don't know. But once I was able to do that, to admit to myself that I really do want this, then that way I can clearly communicate to whomever thinks that they're interested in me what I really want so that we can know from that point, you know, if that's not something you're interested in, if you don't want to get to know me on that level or you don't want to attempt to something serious, you don't want to date to build something, then I'm not the person that you need to be dating. <laughs> I mean, if you would like to date for fun, I don't have problems like spending other people's money if you just want to take me out, but I want a relationship at the end of the day. <laughs> what do you think, April? <laughs> what I've learned, it took me a long time to learn that I used to think that it only mattered what the guy wants. I spent a lot of my years chasing the same person, trying to prove myself worthy of his love or affection or whatever I thought that I needed or wanted to get from him. And at the end of the day, it didn't really matter because I never asked myself out of all those years of me not getting what I wanted or what I felt I deserved. I never even asked myself, you know, well, why don't you just, you know, if you're not getting what you want, why don't you just leave? Because I felt like I needed to prove myself. So I guess, you know, that's the most important thing is like you have a choice. You know, I think before I never felt like because I haven't dated a lot, I don't, a lot of guys don't really approach me for whatever reason. So when I do get somebody who acts like they're sort of interested, I used to feel like I had to entertain it but if, honestly if I really don't like you I ain't got to entertain you and so being in my 30s I'm just not like if I ain't interested I ain't interested and I'll have to force myself to be interested I guess that's really the main thing that I'm learning I'm mad at myself that I didn't learn that earlier earlier enough you know I'm just learning to love myself what about you Debrina? Uh, the, only, the one thing I learned from dating was not to dwell so much yeah it's fine to have a goal Yes, my goal is this. Yes, my goal is to, you know, have a relationship. But what a lot of people don't really understand that it takes more than more than just wanting a relationship to have a good relationship. Like you go through some stuff and you got to be able to have some, you know, have some understanding and try to uh, some real good communication skills. And no matter how much you love somebody, all the way, all the time, that stuff doesn't just come out the blue. It doesn't always happen immediately because, I mean, I've had boyfriends basically my whole life um, since I was, I don't know, what, 14, 8? I mean, <laughs> it's crazy to say that, but I've had boyfriends literally my whole life I've always had a boy that liked me and if the boy liked me I was like okay I'll be your girlfriend and then when they were my boyfriend I'm like okay 
you like I just never cared or stressed it like that. I was just like, okay, whatever, you know. And I never was the girl who, you know, I just started wearing makeup in my thirties. So I never was that girl who, like, tried too hard. You know, I barely even shaved my legs in my 20s. But I still was pulling these niggas left and right. It's like I didn't even, I just didn't stress on it. It was just like however it goes, it goes. But my issue was I was always trying to be, quote, different. I was always trying to be the one to, you know, initiate conversations. I was always trying to be the one to, you know, take the boy out on a date and spend my money on him you know, on a date for a change, because dudes always be like, well, girls will never take me out and whatever the case may be. So if I was to say something that I learned um, over the years to dating, because I dated literally from at least 20 to 26, is my life was filled with partying and dating and partying. I mean, I guess you can call it dating. You know, I was just chilling like a villain. But <laughs> I was doing my thing. Whatever it was, I was doing it safe. You know what I'm saying? Because we wasn't living in this age of, of pictures and videos. Thank God we wasn't living in this age of pictures and videos. Because I probably would have been went viral a long time ago. But the one thing I learned, you can't, you know, dwell too much on one thing. Yes, say what you want, but you need to know when it's time to exit. You need to know that when this person ain't on the same agenda as you no more, it's going to be okay to go ahead and let them go. You're not going to die. You're going to be still living and shit when it's over with, with them. You know, I had uh, where, wa- where was you uh, 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 about 10, 15 years ago, girl? Because it's hard for girl. me to let go. <laughs> she clearly was not my friend because I'm still working on letting go like I can ignore you I cannot talk to you but in my mind and in my heart you're probably still there and I'm just like why see where was Debrina's hand out right where was your hand out <laughs> this is real life girl <laughs> girl <laughs> letting go I should have let go two kids ago girl what you talking about uh, let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you I've had that relationship where, you know, like I said, I was 17 dating a 24-year-old, you know. So I had that relationship with an older person where my emotions was completely tied up in them. And, like, I thought that I was going to die, you know, when we broke up. Even though I was the one, you know, he, he left for a month. He got arrested once and was gone for a month in jail. And I literally cried and was like almost literally depressed for the whole month because he was in jail you know what i'm saying mm. like that wasn't my fault he put himself there you know right he did the deed he did it in plain daylight you know and, and it ain't have nothing <laughs> to do with me as a woman you take on all that burden and you're crying but you have to think like are they heartbroken hell no are they no. crying they tears out are they depressed no, so nope. why are you? You are the female. Right. You are the treat. You are the snack. You're the main course. You, you know the right. Why? Tell it. You the pride. Why is you, you, why is you whining and crying? Because females, especially if you really look at yourself as if you are unique, you are different, you are wonderful, like your mother told you, like your uncle told you, like your father told you, whoever told you that you was wonderful, that like my daddy told me that I was a fox. Weirdest word that a daddy could say to a daughter. 
But I used to come home really. and cry because a, a girl at school told me that I was ugly. One day, the first time I had a girl actually tell me to my face that I was ugly in high school, and she was a chubby little fat cheerleader, okay, told me that I was ugly to my face, and I walked all the way home crying to my mama. My mama was like, call your daddy. And my mom and daddy been divorced since I was 10, okay? So it's not like I was daddy's little girl. But when I called my daddy, I had a totally different confidence the next day going to school. And then my mama took me shopping and gave me the longest speech about how beautiful I am because I'm her child. My daddy told me how beautiful I am because I'm his child. You know, and you need parents and you need those figures to, those figures in your life to tell you that because you, you, you're going to just, like, let people tear you down. So when you're in a relationship with somebody and you're, you're heartbroken and you're like, I'm heartbroken and you, and you can't let go of what you – it's because you're thinking about all the good times you had, all those good feelings that they gave you. But the point is, if it was time for you to let them go, then it's time for you to let go because – I mean, I always say, I always even tell people now, like, girl, don't stress. You beautiful. You fine. Anyway, you cute. Anyway, why is you mad? Why is you sad today? You beautiful. You fine. Like, that's that's my mentality now at 30, you know, 34 years old is, why am I stressed? Why am I mad about anything? I'm, I'm, I'm healthy. I got a car. I'm not broke. I'm pretty. Like, I say things like that. It's weird to say that to yourself, but at the same time, it's not. Because we always worrying about these small little, I don't know, what you want to call it, first world problems. When it's other stuff out here that could be way, way worse going on with us. Because when I broke up with that boy, I dated him from 17 to I was 20 years old. Wasn't even 21 years old yet, okay? And when I broke up with him, every dude that I went on a date with, for at least the next two to three years, I sat there and told them the whole sad story and sob story of my relationship with that guy. Damn. For three, for three years, every dude I got with, every dude I talked to, everybody I had a relationship, anybody that was my friend got my So how many times whole... has Chris heard this story? <laughs> he, he, look, he, he heard it the first time, too. And, but it was way after we had already been together. It was oh, way after we had already been together. But I would tell these people this story on my part on the first day I met them. Like, Damn. All the, like what did I, I say? <laughs> like I was what a wounded bird or something. That's, that's the truth right there. Letting go is a process, and yes, it takes time. But at the same time, just because people say it takes time, it ain't got to take up all your time. You still got to live. Girl. Yeah, because no, I wasn't hearing—I wasn't hearing it when Keisha Cole was singing it. I mean, I was jamming to the song, but when she was saying "Let It Go," I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Take all that time letting it go and not letting it go, and then you got like you probably got your husband walking right past you. I'm sorry, every husband. day, girl. I'm busy over here holding on to this. You gonna try to have to walk past me again next time because I'm busy holding on to this right now. So go ahead, husband. You know, you're going to miss something that could be right there in front of you. All right, so well, I'm about to, you know, go ahead and get on out of here. And, you know, make sure y'all follow us uh, on Instagram at Prina 
dot on air. Um, April, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at April Frank Lee. That's April Frank L I E. So you can find me on Instagram at Ashley R A E eight one seven. That's Ashley Ray eight one seven. And on Twitter, I am at Ashley Ray Brand. And we have an Instagram page called Kisses and Combos. That is K-I-S-S-E-S-A-N-D-C-O-N-D-O-S. So please follow us on there and make sure you support us. Click one of those links that you see up under the podcast. So, of course, we've got a lot more coming to y'all, so just stay tuned. Tell a friend. Share with a friend. Talk to your girls about us. And we will be back every two weeks. You can catch us dropping an episode every other Sunday here on all platforms. We everywhere, y'all. We everywhere. 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 Smooches. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. this music you can find these guys on instagram and also check out our information page on where you can find a license and where you can find these artists on freemusicarchives.org